0: my enemies pushed my horse off a goddamn cliff are you serious fuck yeah i'm serious jesus i'm serious as hell push them push them straight off the fucking cliff josh here we go yo, 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 yo. all in real life motherfucking niggas step up front right there it's going down One love to long island him stay in my heart baby shall what? Dream, pound, seven, spin around for my brethren. The cloud comes down. War and peace. I take it to the street, land sharp on my lawn. Chop the thumbs off a thief and curse his firstborn. Is this thing on? Send them to the children of the corn. We the thief. Uh, uh, hey, did he just say cut his thumbs off for being the, the thief and curse his firstborn? Is this thing on? Yes. Oh my god, that's bars! And that's how, my friend, you supposed to slide in and fix the timeline. This is Grab City the Podcast, episode five point five. Time Variance Authority that came at us. We had some problems last time we tried to record. I'm gonna let this beat ride for a second. We had some problems. You still might get them because we never got the shit fixed. Go figure. This is what you do in the age of technologically advanced broke people. Use what you got. So if you hear some fucking feedback or a double echo of Josh Doesn't Fix It, the producer man sorry just ride with us we'll get our shit together and on that note i am your host super duper blacklist uno extra large edition technically non-advanced edition man host along with josh wheeler the most hated never duplicated always debated the J. Jonah Jameson of professional wrestling, Billy Stark sworn professional wrestling oh, enemy.
1: It, it's not true.
0: He somehow has successfully monetized depression as a gimmick. I haven't monetized it, yet. and he is constantly horny, twenty-four-seven, running him the absolutely not true code name Horny Josh.
1: Josh None of Wheeler,
0: ladies true. and gentlemen, all of it's true.
1: You should just call me the Echo.
0: The fuck are you? See? Are you? Do you just come on here and you fucking? Hold on. I found something. They're, they're going to cheer for you. Pony Josh, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> they love you. They love you and you all right your
1: I hate you right now so bad.
0: But for those wondering why this episode is 5.5 5, the dreaded what do you call it
1: Josh feedback I mean you claim we had feedback on your yeah. end it's on your end it's I,
0: on my end it, it's on my end I'm gonna take full responsibility for that it is on you, my you end you still have
1: it right I hear it
0: sometimes <sighs> sometimes like I don't hear it now and it's not it's not podbean I don't know but I don't hear it right now, which is a blessing. Bless up, everybody. Bless up. Uh-oh. Oh, no. That's the wrong button. See, setting it off on the wrong foot. But, yeah, man, 5.5, because we had a little feedback issue, and I may or may not have had a little meltdown.
1: Oh, it was a because... great meltdown. It, it, this episode is going to air. It's going to air. Like Because Josh said some dumb shit to me.
0: We're going to air this one first. And then we're going to – maybe you can do something to it while you're out with your people celebrating the draft. I won't be celebrating the draft. And the failure of the New York Jets. And while you're, you know, cleaning this episode up, you can clean the other one up, and we'll drop it after it. So actually 5.5 is the filler episode, and if Josh can do what he does, 5 will air later this week, and the timeline will be fixed, and then the next time we do it, Will be on six. Ain't that some Avengers Endgame game shit right there?
1: That is some bizarre shit you're talking about.
0: Hey, but see, that's how you do it, right? Who else wants to fix the timeline of a podcast? Just us.
1: Oh, speaking of uh, fixing timelines, we had to fix the Jimmy Rave classic stuff too. Yeah, that's starting. That's to get that's there. on me though. That that's definitely on me. I'll I'll take full blame on that.
0: I got some interesting people that have been hitting me up.
1: We Dude, the, the list of people is great. I just – I got to figure out a way that we can actually, like, record this thing we want to record with my limited amount of schedule. Like, dude, like every day we wanted to, like, record that, I've had to work. Every day I've been called in to a job that is trying to fire me.
0: But you constantly have – you're so busy. And all your horny glory, you're out like out, out in Athens, and you're doing draft. Well, I'm going
1: to Athens tonight for the drafts because you know. See, that's what I'm saying you're doing
0: draft parties. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You are living la vida loca out there. So I, you know, I don't I don't fault you, man. I mean, we'll but, get, to it I, when we I, get to it. We don't even have a yeah. venue for the fucking thing yet, so don't rush.
1: I got I got I got uh, at least two things uh, set up for the venue, but We we haven't got a date yet. But you remember how I
0: said that I wanted to lock a certain person in? as my pick.
1: Yes. I don't know his
0: name, but you know, I think I might change that.
1: No. Cause, well, cause we haven't announced somebody it yet. If somebody else
0: has entered
1: the fray, and I don't know. Did, did like, you can you can you say that without getting blocked? Blocked by who? You you said you entered the fray. Can you say that without getting blocked? Man, if he gets mad about
0: that, fuck him. Copyright that shit. I don't, I don't think even he even fucking, exists anymore. I don't even, he vanished. The Mandela effect got him.
1: Speaking of which, have you heard of the Mandela effect about the uh, publisher clearing house?
0: Boy, that Ed McMahon has never been the guy that hands out the checks. It's always been Steve Harvey.
1: Um, Ed McMahon never hun, hun, handed out the publishing clearing house. Yes, he did. No, he did America's publishers. The, um, the cheap version. No, he did publish the fucking clearinghouse. You Google it. You are wrong. I, <laughs> I am sticking to this. There were two things in the '80s. There was Publishers Clearinghouse, and hold there was Publishers. Ed McMahon you. was American Publishers. I don't even remember an American Publishers. See, this, see, you all, man. Hold on, hold on,
0: dude. I get you on this <laughs> one because
1: you got me on one yesterday hold that on. we're about to talk about.
0: Hold on, Ed McMahon. I spell this shit, Ed McMahon.
1: How do you smell, McMahon? Seriously, how do you smell, McMahon? Ed McMahon, McMahon publishes Clearhouse right here. Ed McMahon surprising relationship with publishers Clearhouse PCH. Wow! But he always paid you and gave you the check for America's publishers. No, he didn't. What yes, the fuck he did. American publishers. so that who was, was the the, the second who one? Was the who was the guy? I, I don't remember the guy for publishing House.
0: Hold on. Did Ed McMahon work for Publishers Clearinghouse? Ed McMahon never worked. What? He was a spokesman for American Family Publishers. He,
1: looked. oh my god. So that's the Mandela effect. I mean, people because people are are claiming. I mean, people were wrong. They they assumed that Ed McMahon was Publishers Clearinghouse, and he was he wasn't. He never was. So that's the
0: Mandela effect.
1: I mean, it's not really a Mandela effect, but it's, it's, it, people thought they remembered Ed McMahon as publisher's clearinghouse. And I am, you know, you know,
0: they somehow people, they, they, the meme says, let's just put it like this. They say, niggas remember Ed McMahon as being the publisher's clearinghouse guy. I am niggas.
1: So now I have a question for you that, well, I mean, it's not a question. You're really the one that, that schooled me on it. Is it a Mandela effect that I thought Babe Ruth was white?
0: Bro, I've, I thought it was common knowledge that he was fucking. No,
1: not <laughs> until recently. I had no idea.
0: See, this is another this is another thing of whitewashing, Josh. He was so fucking good and called his shots, and motherfucking people sang songs about him, and Babe Ruth, Babe Ruth, you the man, Babe Ruth. He was black, but he was so light-skinned that he could pass for Italian, and that's why they did that. That's crazy to me. They called a black man the great Bambino.
1: Apparently Ty Cobb refused to, like, room with him. Because he was a sellout. No, Ty Cobb is the 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 biggest racist in sports.
0: My bad, my bad. But Babe Ruth, he should acknowledge the fact
1: that he was black. He's dead now, bro. this ain't just saying, in the, in, the, in the heat of the things, he definitely was. He was good friends with Satchel Paige. He's good friends with a lot of Negro players behind closed and, doors, right? And no, out in the open. But there's also there's been statements that he didn't know who his parents were either. So he was a cabbage patch kid. I mean, he was an orphan or something of that nature, like from what I what I was reading. Again, I, I, I'm not a Babe Ruth historian, so I— so white respects. people adopt him. Uh, I don't know if he like it was some white like, some some of his white family members or what. Like he's not all the way. Like I mean, so he's mixed. Never mixed. He's, he's mixed. mixed. He's, yeah,
0: because he kind of resembles no shit, my great great granddad. My great-granddad, uh, excuse me. Yes, I
1: just saw a photo of him, uh, an older photo of him, and I'm not going to lie to you. He looks like Barack Obama in this photo.
0: Goddamn Barack. So maybe he is a descendant of
1: Barack. Oh, uh, by the way, I owe you an apology as well.
0: Oh, I'd like to hear
1: that. Uh, I should have bought Red Dead a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> See?
0: And these are thi- See, these are things that I, I tell you these things because— low-key i know but you see you you're some weirdo that only likes
1: i know. only really played sports <laughs> games until the quarantine like no joke until the quarantine i was a sports game only guy you like what you and like during the quarantine i got into last of us i got into spider-man i got back in grand theft auto uh final fantasy 7 uh i got really into big solo like solo player games
0: so you want to hear some weird shit that adrian armor just sent me
1: oh god all right,
0: <clears throat> so he sends me he so he sends me a message eagle. So I found out John Elway may be my favorite person, and I'm like, shit, he was never a fucking eagle. He never went to Michigan. How the fuck is he one of my favorite people? So he hits me. I said, I highly doubt that, my nigga. So he hits me back, and he goes, I read this wild ass story on how John Elway killed Tupac.
1: I I, I want to know more about this. You sure? I mean, it, I I'll have to read up on. It, unless you want to talk about it right now,
0: like I'll give you some snippets. John Elway is to blame for the death of Tupac. Which, if he did that, awesome. And Marshall Mathers, aka Eminem, aka Slim Shady, real name no gimmick, is fully aware that. John Elway is responsible for Tupac's murder.
1: Okay, first off, Mr.
0: Mathers has been trying to tell us this for years via various rap lyrics that John Elway is guilty of murdering Tupac. Which, if John Way, again, if John Elway murdered Tupac, because you know how I feel, then it says first the motive. John Elway had motive to take Tupac's life. You don't know how? Okay. In July of 93, Tupac was wearing a Colorado Rockies t-shirt. Rockies Insider, a brief, wait, it a brief, it's a PDF. I'm not going to look at that shit. The image became widely known throughout the city of Denver. This was during the time when the Colorado Rockies were brand, were brand new to the city of Denver. Yeah, everybody was rocking them and the Marlins. And the excitement surrounding them was a uh, very, very overshadowing Elway's Broncos. So the 92 Broncos were a very average 8-8 with a final game of the season being a crushing loss to the rivals, the Kansas City Chiefs. Shouts out Andy Reid. Andy Reid re- wasn't the
1: like, coach then. Scheinheimer was. I'm
0: shouting out him now because he's the coach of the fucking team now. I wasn't shouting him fucking shut up. You know why I shouted him out.
1: He's my favorite uh, coach. I still don't understand that one. I don't care. You like the Jets. Uh, sadly, I do. So shut the fuck up. Until, anyway, Until until tonight at around 8.30 p.m., I will no longer be a Jets fan. Anyway,
0: since you killed the mood out of that, John wait, Elway... Wait, tell us no, I'm not. John Elway allegedly killed Tupac. Allegedly. That's and if he number. did, allegedly, he would be like a real gi joe a real american
1: he Eat. killed tupac because of jersey cells
0: hey man i've known people to do crazier things
1: that is the dumbest thing i've ever heard hey
0: you thought red dead redemption was a bad game
1: no i never said it was a bad game i just said i probably wouldn't like it See, and then i'm gonna like find out that I, I actually really like it
0: remember when you didn't like the marvel universe
1: uh, I'm not like the I'm not, I'm not like a super fan, but I definitely get involved. There's okay. certain movies I really really dig. Anyway,
0: let's get to some wrestling.
1: For you, do upset. we have to? Yeah,
0: because this is a wrestling podcast. Mm-hmm. So let's talk wrestling, and I'll drink from the bottle of any. <laughs> so what you got for us, Josh? Uh
1: have anything you're the Kurt, one with the, the big story
0: Kurt that oh that Hennessy tasted sweet y-
1: you had a big story coming out of the, the, the Texas independent scene oh man yeah about the fucking you know what let me try this
0: you try try to me, play the clip yeah let me do it justice did I send it to you on Instagram
1: you sent it to me on Facebook and the audio is really, really light. So let me find, let me see. I sent it to somebody else.
0: This is the kind of shit that needs to be stopped in professional wrestling. Okay, so I did send it on Facebook. Sure. Here we go. Hey. that sort of jail brawling intensity each and every time in the square circle. Wait, I'm going to play it one more time.
1: You know, people talk about the drug dealing lifestyle. That is A.J. Gray. What? More, to jail more times than not. And he brings that intensity, that sort of jail brawling intensity each and every time in the square circle. Did so you he- hear that? So A.J. Gray in the gel, more times than not, first and bring of all, that first, gel intensity.
0: First of all, it was two black dudes wrestling. Right now, if it was okay. two white dudes, you know they would have been having a great bout relative uh, relative to a equal to a battle of Greek gods. It would have been fucking Hercules versus goddamn Thor in an arm wrestling match, and they would have put that they would have put over their pedigrees and everything else. But a black dude. You can't come up with nothing better than he's a drug dealer and a motherfucker. And he's done numerous stints in jail from what I gathered. Allegedly is what this, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying allegedly because AJ Gray has never been to jail. AJ Gray ain't even that type of motherfucker to even be seen inside of a jail, unless it's for like fighting somewhere at a, at a bar or I ain't going to say the other one. Cause I don't put that on people. The strip club. Yeah, strip club incident. Not like touching no shit, but it all comes down to fighting if AJ Gray ever showed up in jail. Not no fucking drugs.
1: Uh, I'm just not understanding why they like even made that. Like, you, you don't emotion was this? You
0: don't understand why it was something somewhere <laughs> No, in no, Texas. no, I mean I— You really don't understand why, Josh Wheeler?
1: What I mean by that is like, okay, like— yeah, oh, shit, I'm being chased by wolves. Sorry, Expl- I got to turn off. <laughs> explain um, to me— Oh, uh, Wolves eat you up too. What I was saying was, you're a, damn it, I lost my train of thought.
0: This dude put on false accusations and false Thanks.
1: Okay, here's Eddie. Okay, so for instance, if it's like New Jack and Mustafa are in the ring and Bob Cottle's calling the action, Bob Cottle may reference their checkered past because they are the gangsters. Like, that's their tag team. Like, that was their gimmick, so to speak.
0: And New Jack has referenced it in, in
1: numerous promos. Right. So what I'm saying is, like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, then use the same checker to pass and talk about Rocky Johnson and Tony Atlas.
0: No, but to this stupid fuck, you would. Rocky Johnson coming up from coming from Hawaii and Samoa, back and forth to the United States. I wonder how much coke he brought over. Think of the weed. Oh, he's probably done some time in some gulags and jails. So, somebody some should gulags it. gulags that's a fucking russian jail I think. Oh, okay yeah see that's some bullshit but this is the wrestling
1: world that we fucking live in so what promotion is it somewhere in texas i don't know did aj put it out on social media the most accessible wrestler on social he media he
0: it to me i told him what he needed to do
1: yeah beat the dude's ass
0: I even took it to the council. Wow. I even took it to members of my black people council and they all found it fucking offensive.
1: Oh man. They all
0: found it stereotyping and you know, and he sounded so sure. Like he had police records and evidence in his fucking hands. It's a fucking shame. Wow. Fucking uh, shame.
1: Do you want to go into the, the the next topic, or do you want to... You, you got any more rants on this one?
0: I ain't got no more fucking rants. Except somebody needs to check this motherfucker and need to pull his ass out of the street and punch him in his fucking mouth.
1: So, um, have you been following Danny Cage's Twitter? Fuck yeah. Uh, any he's craziness?
0: Been, he's been tearing tearing into ROH about the pacification of professional wrestling.
1: Oh, it gets worse. Uh to apparently all day today, as of Thursday the twenty ninth. Oh, I haven't seen I haven't, I haven't he uh, is going all in on Rudy Boy Gonzalez. Oh shit. What's he saying? Um so Rudy Boy Gonzalez apparently tweeted the ROH dojo was fine until he got fired meaning like Danny was okay taking their checks. Mm -hmm. So Danny cage fires back and says, Hey Rudy, I found out about the girl you took in your truck and tried to assault when you were at my camp coaching. I had no clue. They didn't tell me until years later. So I promised her, I'd keep her anonymous. So I spoke directly to the world wrestling entertainment and showed them her messages. So in the morning, I will do so again. Also about how you message one of my female students, but sadly, I blew it off as you were flirting. No, Rudy, you are a predator. So now I got time. Oh, and why am I messaging WB? Because we both know you were to be on their hired list. Wow. So he, oh. that he kept, that he kept Rudy Boy from getting a job because Rudy Boy's a predator.
0: Wow. So this is, allegedly, this is what he's saying. These are his words, not yours, right, Josh?
1: I'm reading the tweets. If you want to read the tweets, you can check them out on at the Danny Cage. And I, I feel like you and I both have had—I've had, uh, I've had uh, like one or two interactions with Danny Cage. I think he's awesome for what he does. Uh, I know he's a Q- QT is one of his guys, and we all we we have nothing bad to say about QT. So I don't know what your dealings with Danny Cage are. You've been in the business a lot longer, so. But all I've ever heard is his school up there in Jersey is one of the best schools in America.
0: The Monster Factory quite possibly is the best school in the continental. United States I myself was going to go there back when Larry Sharp owned it back in the day that's where I was going to originally train but then I found my guy
1: but yeah so uh, yesterday he was just laying into Ring of Honor uh, I'm trying to find all those tweets because boy were they they are they were a trunk full to, to pull out God Damn. But yes, today it is all about Rudy Boy.
0: But see, this is what happens when you come from motherfuckers and your house ain't clean. If motherfuckers got dirt on you, shut your mouth. Don't speak on other people's business. You know, and I for one know for a fact, you know what I'm saying? Rudy Boy be talking when he ain't supposed to be talking. You know, I've had experiences where I've said something and he's like, Hey, why would you say that? And you know what my answer was? Cause it's my motherfucking social media, that's why. Problem? Said nothing else.
1: Wow. So uh yeah, so I guess he is let's see here. Da-da-da-da-da. I'm trying to I guess he... Okay, so here he is. So when I was hired by ROH, I was hired to bring my system to their ROH dojo. But the kids and coaches didn't want that. Why put in work when you can get paid to peddle drugs, sleep with people's wives and students? So I had to go. Will, meaning Ferrara, was so mad that he was there for like a decade, and all he had to do to show for it was the same recycled pin drill passed on. And I walked in for five minutes and got Future of Honor and ROH Dojo more eyes than ever. So I had to go. Plus, I'm not a huge fan of coaches sleeping with talent, which I later found out that he is a fan of. I'm not bitter. I'm just better. Was thinking how much the talent over there would have benefited from actually training as opposed to Joey's formula. Do gas and get someone fired. That's how you get ahead in his eyes. Trash humans over there at Ring of Honor. Joey meaning Mercury slash Matthews, whichever name you know him by. Um, Damn.
0: Homeboy, put these motherfuckers on blast. uh,
1: The time that the night before his show, Will and Joe had rewritten the show and I wrote, and I was in charge of Per Hunter and Greg. Uh, Not them. Uh, I calmly answered thanks to you Friday. Then came the email that made Will, Joe, and Kelly have all the students and coaches email to fire me. Um, is Kelly Kevin Kelly? I would assume.
0: Is there another Kelly there?
1: Uh, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Then I asked uh, me, a hundred. So, uh, then I went to Texas for a seminar. When I got back, Greg told me a slew of emails <clears> came across <throat> his desk on Saturday about me as a coach, and they fired me. Uh, which he shows the uh the the emails about his firing. Fourteen emails on a Saturday that his show was on a Friday, so they fired me. That's all for now. Tomorrow on the same thread, I will tell you about my meeting with Craig after my firing. So after I was fired, I asked Greg what about the April show? He said it'd be canceled. I told him no. Have the show. It wasn't fair to others for the product. I even ran social media until that show since they were paying me for that month. So why not work? Here's me being a pro asking for help after getting fired. He sends an email to Will Hey I know it's a big weekend. Just want to see if you can send over the Future of Honor card for April 19th at your earliest convenience. This way I can advertise or imagine the roster can plug them on social media. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Danny Cage. This is wow.
0: Wrestling, man, it's starting to implode on itself. All the bad, and if you was getting away with shit, it's starting to fucking get you now. Wow, bite you in the ass it's like the dog on Friday that bit pops in the ass it's coming back to get you that's your ass Mr. Postman
1: so this is uh from yesterday he says um, this is just a clarify I've been in talks with Ring of Honor since 2014 and in 2016 I was told they wanted me to have the Monster Factory become their version of NXT even asked me do you like your building or are we building you a new one mm. For just social media, et cetera, is amazing. My system works. I was speaking to a former ROH guy, now a PC coach. He told me back then that Monster Factory is what the dojo and ROH needs, so don't change your brand at all. So that's coming from a WWE PC coach that he knows. Mm. Um, there was another email where a student said I threatened to get them fired. Anyway, it was the only day I got to coach. Headlock drill, which ends in a suplex cutoff. I told him to work on facials, show the anger. Instead, he does a suplex and stays on his knees, selling a headlock. Keep in mind, start a match. You can register, sure. But you didn't just recover from a brain buster like the way he was selling. So I tell him that. He then snaps, says one coach says one thing, one says another. So I ask him to exit the ring and have a talk. We go to the other side of the dojo. I explained to him that, he, that we will have many coaches, especially if he goes to WWE and everyone coaches different. You just do their way when you're with them. Then I explained how I voted for him to get contracted when asked. I told him that, that if something like this happened prior, that it might have changed my mind. It even reassured him it was not impacting him now, but to keep in mind, to be coachable. So they spun it as I threatened him. He of email, emails the office were supposed to pay me as a tyrant, were hilarious. Because,
0: look, 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 wait, wait, wait. I bet you the dude he told that shit to and, and criticized and gave him that advice, I bet you he got his pussy ass feelings hurt and he complained. And then they, mm-hmm. weapon, they weaponized his complaint. Yeah, that's
1: literally what he just said. Yeah, that's what he said in the thread. Yeah. Yeah.
0: fuck Fucking. See, this is how the business works, man.
1: Uh here's a here's another one. One time a former WWE coach asked me about my dealings with Joey. It was a time I was working there. I said he's cool. He said, okay, just curious. Then when I got fired, we talked about it again. Turns out Joey did the same thing to him. Got him fired at WWE. Well, snakes. Damn. You were you and Joey Mercury have passed have crossed paths a few times, right?
0: He's always been cool to me.
1: Always. Ah, so the Kelly in question may be Kelly Klein. This is Kelly Klein trying to get dirt on me from a former student. I was puzzled at what kid gives her to so I checked my messages. It was in 2017. It wasn't bullying. The person in question is my right-hand man, Davey. We were not bullying him, and he's ever been bullied. This was her looking for dirt in February. I was fired in March. Guess me being on to her cheating on her husband with a habitual fucker-upper was too much to bear. Also, she found no dirt, so they embellished and made shit up trash humans. Keep in mind, Joey had emails sent to r o h about him, plus all the names hated all the names hated him. Joey texting female students, trashing them because this is a Joey tactic. Make you feel shitty even when you're not, then pretend to help you and say, "Look, you're good now because I helped you um I actually have had uh, quite a few uh, bartender managers in the recent few months uh yes. Yeah, like let,
0: let me ask you a question. Let me ask you this. Yeah. This is yeah, we gotta break this shit up. Um say they hired you, right? hmm And you had to work with these dudes. hmm Would you come in? How would you come in? You tell me how you would come in, you know, and, and you know, introduce yourself and let everybody be known. You know, let everybody know who you are. Tell me, how would like if, you do if that? If I got
1: hired to Ring of Honor or just a wrestling job. Ring of Honor. And
0: you had to work with people like that. That you going
1: in knowing this. Well, how oh, would n- you, now that you know this. How would you approach the job? Ooh, man. I mean, I would—I would I would just I'd be an island of myself. Get, get, I'm gonna make my money. I'm gonna do my job, my role. I'm not gonna step outside of any lines. I'm not gonna I'm gonna uh, if I don't have to cross pass with a Joey Mercury fine by me i i will not deal with kelly klein will ferrara you do you do you and i just keep to myself and like literally like, i am not even like gonna get involved with you guys
0: Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
1: you're gonna go in there and try to like buddy up to him
0: yeah, fuck no i'm not i'm gonna go in there, <laughs> going in there knowing this i'm like look i'm appreciative of this opportunity right right but let's not be let's not be dumb we all read the internet bro we all read the internet so i'm gonna let y'all know off the muscle i smoke weed i cuss a lot i do this i do that so now none of you and i'm be looking at them none of you ain't got shit on me i'm here to work i ain't here to be none of y'all's motherfucking friends joey i know you i ain't no i, ain't, I don't know you now but yeah but I'm here to work. If y'all wanna talk, we can talk. If y'all don't want to talk to me, cool.
1: But I mean, you 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 know me too. Like it's it's gonna take a lot of money to get me to work for then, a wrestling company. And then in private, I'm gonna
0: be like, yo, cross me. It's gonna be ugly. That ass. I'm a man before anything. And this is on everything. You know me, Josh. Yeah. And i was like, you cross me, man. It's gonna get ugly. We can be cool. But nah, you ain't about to do me like you done these other people. I read the internet, nigga. I read Twitter. None of y'all. I, you ain't gonna do I, it. And you gotta tell them. And you pass it to your little people, too. I don't give a fuck. I'm cool with being the I'm I'm cool with being the black sheep. And I know if I lose my job, I know it's one of y'all. So it is what it is. Have a I, good I look day.
1: at it like this: at this point, we're in a situation now where if you are, um, what call it? If you're Ring of Honor, at this point, you've now had multiple, multiple instances yes. now in the last like 2 3 years we're like shit in your house is not fixed then you go back to all the stuff that cornette has said about sinclair you go back to sinclair as a company and you have to start wondering like when does sinclair just start start cleaning the house like if this was a if, uh, put this in another sport. If this was a football or baseball or basketball or hockey organization and the general managers and coaches and trainers were consistently accused of of, of things of this nature, when does the owner just say y'all got to go? Like why sure. is wrestling constantly treated like this where oh well it's wrestling like treated it like it's a professional sport? or a movie production and get these cancers out period
0: yo as you say that i'm sending carrie silken a message right now
1: he's not in charge anymore he's not even a pivotal figure in the company I'm
0: anymore. Fuck. that's the only that's the only real hand i got that's that had some kind of stroke and i'm letting him know right now y'all ain't looking good out here y'all need some help i'm opening the line of the fucking line of communication right here have a good day sir
1: it's, but but this happens in, like, dude, how many times in the last few years have you heard about something like that's an impact? Dude, just, just recently, like, in the last, like, year, there's the rumors, the alleged sexual harassment of Scarlett Bordeaux by their head booker.
0: See, all that sexual harassment shit is bullshit, man. Y'all, they can't, man, see.
1: But it's not bullshit because it literally is a microcosm of what's going on in society.
0: This shit is out of control, man.
1: Fox News had over 30 instances of sexual harassment under the Roger ELLs and Bill O'Reilly administrations.
0: But everybody, and then you got your people that cover it up, so there you go.
1: Right, and these companies cover it up. And wrestling covers it up more than anybody because it's just wrestling. It's, It's a carny world. It's a carny world because you treat it like it's a carny world and because the fans keep spending money on the carnies. Cause they don't know no better. I don't know, man. Like, Ring of Honor is gonna be fine. That's the sad thing. Like, this is gonna be nothing, and like, uh, in six months, this will literally be nothing. They and all gonna if, be fine. They fired. Marty's they fired Marty's scroll without a peep in the air over over his allegations. They'll just move on, and Joey and Kelly and and Will Ferrara will still be in power. This time next year, you don't Guaranteed. know if it keeps going, it can do it. And, you, and it, it but but in like you know. the, the day, but then you got to break it down. The fish runs from the head, and Jim Cornette told us in 2012, Joe Coff and Greg the Office Boy are problems. And here we are, almost ten years later, and Joe Coff and Greg the Office Boy still run Ring of Honor. They're still the head guys. They're the suit and ties that run the thing. You blood. can't sit here now and tell me there are not better people that could be executives of a wrestling company that could run things a little bit more organized and probably a little bit more profitable. By this time. But Joe I don't, is- I don't know. There's gotta be somebody better than Joe Koff at this point, but he's the Jim herd of ring of honor. He was a yeah, TV right. production guy that they put in charge
0: but you know you you, you you know so much about wrestling who 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 could do it who's a
1: suit uh, that you would put in charge an actual suit i'd put in charge somebody do, that's, that, so, that's somebody, not working for WWE that's the and that's the other what, thing too like what's joe what was his name joe Coff? Joe Joe Coff, he was a T. Te- he worked for sinclair and he's the president of ring of honor The president slash CEO of the the Ring of Honor brand, yes, but he's a Sinclair guy. Okay, so he has no wrestling experience. He had no wrestling experience when he came in, no. And you believe
0: that to be a president and CEO of a professional wrestling company?
1: I think you. I think uh, it should uh, like. You should uh, have some sort of experience in professional wrestling. Am I correct? Some form of experience in professional wrestling, yes. Okay, so. I mean, like, okay, would you hire a general manager or a president of a football team that doesn't have at least some working knowledge of how NFL uh, football should work?
0: Nah. That's dangerous.
1: I mean, it could pay off, but it's dangerous. Um, Who's the, the president of the Eagles?
0: I can't fucking remember. Howie I'm looking Roseman, it up right now. Maybe? Is it Howie Roseman?
1: Wasn't didn't didn't he at least wasn't he a scout or something like to get in the NFL? You gotta yeah you
0: gotta work your way up you gotta figure. out. That's the what game I mean. Out. Like I don't
1: think you need to be a player. No.
0: You gotta figure the game out. So, how long has Joe Kauf been heading the
1: ship? Uh, Don Smolinski is the president of the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> Howie Roseman's the GM. There you go. I believe that's all I know that's all I know. knowing he, so, yeah uh, Howard Roseman is the executive VP and general manager of the Philadelphia Eagles he was hired by the team in 2000 yep. he's been there for 21 years he makes trash trash choices trash choices two Super Bowls one victory
0: yeah
1: out of time. I think he's been a, I think he's been a hell of a GM
0: it's been I right. you're not an Eagle
1: compared to the GM's I've had in New York this guy's better Your team is shit. I don't even want to get into my team right now. But anyway, all I'm saying is, like, why can't the people that are... All this money at the top. Ring of Honor's got some money. NWA's got some money. uh, What happened? microphone just went, I piped up. Because I'm getting loud. Yeah, get loud. But what I'm saying, my argument is this. Treat it like it's a professional sport. Like, it's a, it's a franchise. Like, M- MLW just got vice. Court Bauer, I think, run, from what I can gather, Court Bauer runs a pretty tight ship. But, here's the problem. Court Bauer runs a tight ship as an executive, but then Court Bauer's also trying to book. Stop trying to do both, guys. Stop. Hire coaches. Hire trainers. And be an executive. Like, Tony Khan, same thing. Dude, stop trying to be everything.
0: Tony Khan's your immortal enemy, the. Dude.
1: I just think he's an idiot. Yeah. Like, everybody thinks, like, oh, well, Vince McMahon's the booker and the promoter. No, Vince McMahon was never the fucking booker, guys. Never. Vince McMahon would have created means with his team that was, at one point, Pat Patterson and Bruce Prichard, or Pat Patterson and Jim Cornette, or Pat Patterson and this guy— and they oversaw everything and vince would just you know change what needs to be changed and oversee things that's what an executive does mm-hmm. so let's just move on to the next story uh we want to talk about uh, what doing or do we want to talk about some of these firings last week what is aew doing you ready for this yeah well, yeah yuji nagata is coming to all elite wrestling
0: yeah, I saw that. He's wrestling uh, who?
1: I forgot who he's wrestling, but... Uh, oh, he's wrestling John Moxley. Moxley for the Mox- New Japan title. Uh, thoughts on New Japan title being defended on an AEW show against a 57-year-old Japanese guy?
0: Hey, man. You can still go, go. There ain't no age limit on this shit. Shit, there ain't no talent limit on it, so why not Why cap it at age
1: limit? Right? right? I, dude, I... You know my feelings about these like and I know, I'm just saying. I know you're getting close you're getting close to like my, the, the where I say hey stop wrestling but dude you don't see this in any other sport. You don't. Could you imagine if if fifty seven year old Barry Bond's like, I wanna play baseball again. It doesn't happen. It'll never happen. But you would love it if it did. No, I wouldn't, because it would make you wouldn't it, suppo- it would sour, You wouldn't support you wouldn't support it would sour his legacy.
0: If he got gassed up, the gassed the fuck up and came back.
1: Okay, I, I'm going to tell you why I hate it. From a, As a sports fan who still thinks of wrestling as a sport, I think that when you do these, like, when these older guys come back for these, like, one-off matches and stuff like that, you're literally making the sport look fake. My opinion.
0: <laughs> it's been, never mind.
1: Okay, Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. have a boxing exhibition. They're both 50 years old. It's fine. Mike Tyson's not getting in the ring with the top heavyweight in the world right now. He would get murdered.
0: What if he gassed
1: up? 50-year-old um, John Elway is not coming out of the booth, taking a suit off and be like, playing quarterback today. He would get destroyed.
0: He doesn't, he doesn't need to. Then why? Excuse then why me. does allegedly, Eugene got it? Allegedly, 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 he killed Tupac.
1: Then why does Eugene got have to do this?
0: Because he needed a payday.
1: In a discussion, I bet that payday is good too. Uh,
0: I bet he could buy something for his house and still have leftover. Wh-
1: what, what do you think? What do you think? Honestly, what do you think AEW is paying him for that match? Uh, 25, 25 stacks. Yeah, twenty five, thirty. That's not bad.
0: Not a bad little day. Shit, maybe fifty. Who knows? You know, you know the way T Con be throwing his his chips around.
1: I mean, allegedly.
0: Shit, allegedly my ass. You see it? I'm
1: sorry if he's paying some of those guys, so- but I've heard he's paying them. Man, that money is just. He was
0: he 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 he, he, he was watching like some YouTube or something. And saw Nagata and he, it and he was, in his head in, in his head it just turned into a goddamn like. Puff Daddy video. I'd like
1: to bring him in to work John Moxley. But it had, like, a Nelly background,
0: you know what I'm saying? You know, it, oh, I can visualize the fuck out of that. Jesus. I see it. I see it. Don't you? He thought... Tell, okay, look at it. Look at... You've heard some of the shit.
1: Dude, I've, I've heard that he's paying some of these guys almost $200,000 a year. Mm-hmm. For guys that, like... And, and then, no, 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 no. There are guys that were on the indies making 300 a night. Oh God! <laughs> that's Tony Khan.
0: That's T Khan. hitting the motherfucking free agent market for wrestling. Who can I bring to America? He's like, hmm. And he was like, mm, "Let me see who I want." Then he was like this. He probably really said that allegedly that his ass was bodacious and flirtatious when he offered Yugi Nagata allegedly fifty racks.
1: Fifty. I'm just making I up know, a I number, know. dude. But there are, lilly, there are guys on the Indies that at one point were making three to five a shot. 50 that are now making six mm-hmm. figures a week, not a week, but yeah, like, you man, know, like with the equivalent. So a paycheck, let, you know, they break that down. I, I, let me break down the mathematics for people. So one hundred fifty thousand a year at fifty two, that's two thousand eight hundred eighty four dollars a week,
0: give or take. Well, you can live nice. You can live nice off that.
1: No, that's that's great money.
0: And they fucking take care of your trans and your fucking hotel. So what I'm saying is,
1: let's say a guy in the indie scene was making $300 a night and worked an entire four-day weekend. That's Mm $1,200. Let's say they also sold a a few shirts. So we'll give them that they sold 50 shirts at $20. That's another $1,000. He gave them a $600 increase and took care of all their trans. And that's a top indie guy. What was he thinking?
0: He was thinking that he was going to make a fucking wrestling company.
1: And overpay people?
0: No, nah, I guess he's paying them what he thinks they're worth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I almost spit so much Coke zero right in my mouth right there. Oh, my God. Why'd you have to call it Coke Zero? That's what I drink. Co- they, oh, sorry. Are you about to get Coke to Zero Sugar. Hey, <laughs> if, if Coke Zero Sugar would like to sponsor this podcast, I will be the first one to sign that dotted line. <laughs> they better come correct, because I can't drink Coke Zero. Oh, it's the best. We, we didn't talk about this last week because of um, the echo, 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 echo. Thoughts on the uh release? I'm going to be real with you,
0: man. It was only a matter of time. Because she's too fucking real for these motherfuckers wrestling. She speaks her mind.
1: Elaborate.
0: Wait, wait, okay, no, you you tell me. You brought it up. So what was she was fired so, from, released from
1: AEW? Her story was that she got into it with a coach, and there was also the all the, the Thunder Rosa issue, and she stood up to the coach about wanting to See? change her wrestling style.
0: See, because she keep it one hundo.
1: You can't contain her. She has been a part of one of the best matches I've ever seen live. Her and Serena Deeb that I saw it Shine a few years ago that actually really got me wanting to get back involved in this. And number two, you and I still get paid off of Lee's matches on YouTube.
0: Mm-hmm. Can't even lie. Lee's is, is a real one.
1: Just to put it in perspective... <laughs>
0: Why don't you tell tell the tell the people the the name um, of it? So we currently can, right we can go now watch on and our and YouTube,
1: Eva versus Isla Dawn is has over one point four million viewers. It's a three year old video. One point four. One point four. That's some sort of record. Uh, um. We posted her match with Ciara Hogan um, from a few years ago. It has two thousand views. Um, it definitely teetered off, but the Isla Dawn, we still get comments on the Isla Don match almost every day here's another thing I for dare you. You, this is when people say well Lee's <laughs> is this or Ivelisse is this I'm going to tell you exactly what Ivelisse is Alex Shelley versus Shug D which is by far one of the best matches we've ever had in AWE correct? correct you and I will both agree that pound for pound that's one of the best matches we've ever had uh, Alex Shelley and Pineapple Pete has been up for eight months and has 1.7 thousand views on our YouTube page.
0: Now, I want you to look at some of the uh, comments on the Oh,
1: uh, You don't need to read those comments. Yeah, I want you to read a few.
0: Dead ass. I want you to read a few. Jesus Christ. Just pick some.
1: Sweet wedgie Jesus. That's some of the best camera work I've seen in a long ass time. Mm-hmm. I can Read another one. I think Blue Chew produces match. <laughs> this match was so great, the skimpy attire was almost an afterthought.
0: <laughs> Blue Chew.
1: <laughs> wow, Eva Lee's yeah. in Roar. Roar. Then uh there are multiple timestamps of uh, camera work from our buddy Shane. Shout out to Shane Shane Kilburn, best video guy in the, in the industry. Should be working full-time for somebody. He gets too many good shots. Let's see here. We got some uh, Persian uh, conversations. Uh, one guy was to know what Isla's theme was here. I have no idea. Some more timestamps. Battle of the Amazing Asses. Those shorts are short on the amount of time that she spent in high school.
0: Battle of the Amazing Asses sounds like a great title for this podcast.
1: It's the 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 time. What did you call it? <laughs> Fixing the timeline. Fixing the timeline.
0: Battle of the Amazing Asses. Hey, you know what? Never mind. Go ahead. I thought I fixed the. I thought I fixed the feedback. I turned down my mic a little.
1: Dude, there's so. Oh, <laughs> I'm here for the comments, and then they put the peach symbol, See? and that was a lady, apparently. Really? Uh, yeah. But anyway, because. point being... Now
0: go read it in. No, no, no. Go no, ahead. no, no, no go read. Now go read some of the uh, Alex Shelley Shug D joints. Uh,
1: okay. Are you basically just proving that, that wrestling fans are sexist and they don't watch actual No, I'm videos? just going
0: to... Just
1: do it. There are four comments. That's a great match. I want to see a rematch. Shug D, a.k.a. Pineapple Pete, sent me here. I hope he signs with AEW. And then the other comment is pineapple. Now you see why there is one point. What'd you say? How many? One point four million views versus one point eight thousand. But no, 1. truth be told, four million views. And this is this is gonna get me a lot. I you wanted to talk about the J. Jonah Jameson wrestle? This is gonna make you so much heat. If Eva Lise was a dude, no one would care two shits about anything she does. Like like, as it like her attitude or or her outspokenness, because dude, people still book you, people love you, you're just as outspoken as her. am I wrong there's a little you get a little political backlash here or there, a lot less now that you know all of a sudden, white wrestling is like, oh, we gotta have you know a veteran black presence in our locker room, yeah. Especially here in Georgia where, you know, they try to blackball you for a few years. They they didn't give you your Wrestler of the Year award that you, you won fair and square. I won like three of them that year at the same time. <laughs> you won Tag Team of the Year, Wrestler of the Year, and most popular, and Bill did not give yeah. you any of them. He
0: shut that shit down. The award stopped that Ooh. year. Hey, Bill, you still owe me some fucking awards. <laughs> I, I will say this to the day I die. I don't even remember the year. It was 03 or 04. You owe, some, you owe me some awards. I was your most popular wrestler, and you never wanted to give me my fucking flowers.
1: I will say this. It good. was that year that um, you and in Slammer teaming, and you guys got way more over than Bill ever thought possible.
0: And 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 Larry Goodman, Larry, I'm put you on blast again. I don't find it credible that after them being champions, they don't make credible. Fuck that. We were great champions.
1: And then we lost them. You, you know what's very ironic? Yes. If you think back to like, that was like 17, 18 years ago. Larry Goodman didn't find it credible for Slim J to be a tag team champion with you as his partner. But now Larry Goodman will go to a show in Georgia and mark out over Marco Stunt. And this covers our Georgia
0: section. Thanks, Georgia Wrestling. Uh, but
1: yeah, back to the I- Lee thing and then we'll move on to the next topic. Pound for pound, Ivelisse is the best women's wrestler in the United States of America easily. I think the fact that she doesn't get booked is literally because there's a bunch of misogyny in professional wrestling, which goes all the way back to one of our first episodes. And if, I'll go ahead and say it, if I had a million dollars and could actually like financially like back a real company with contracts, she would be the number third person we signed as long as you didn't object she's real I've never had an issue with her I seriously her and I have had so, like the two shows that she worked for us fascinating conversations with her about like wrestling and like her view on things and like you know
0: that's what I'm saying bro. people don't fucking she's, she's too outspoken and she stands her ground she doesn't she realizes that she is a motherfucking human being and she knows that Ain't no motherfucker going to talk to her any old way. And as a fucking human, she has the right to say what she wants to say, whether right or wrong. Not saying what she would say was wrong, but just saying, as as a human being, she has the right to say whatever the fuck she wants to say, and some people can't handle that. Some people like to flex their power in this wrestling thing, as you already can tell. Yes, yes. You already know. And when you challenge that, they get upset
1: the biggest issue for me personally in wrestling and one reason why, like I've always wanted to start my own thing is the political landscape of things and like how talent is not your rewarding thing. Like if you're good at wrestling, that's literally a quarter of your battle. <laughs> yeah. And you have companies that all they do is they reward ass kissing and yes men and Because a lot of people
0: that run promotions and shit are the motherfuckers that didn't have a lot of friends and shit. So when these wrestlers pay attention to them because they are fucking the owner, you know, he gets to buddy up to him, he or she gets to buddy up to him, it makes them feel included.
1: It's so stupid, dude.
0: Makes them feel included. And when they feel included, they're part of the cool people.
1: You know what? I've never had a lot of friends, but I also, I keep my circle small. I have my friends. Because you're,
0: you're a salty motherfucker. Right. Not everybody can stomach
1: you. And that's fine. I, I totally am fine being human cilantro. But at the same time, you have to realize, if you're good at what <laughs> oh, that's you do... A that's a new
0: one. That's a new one. That is a new one. Monetized depression as a gimmick. The horniest man on God's green earth, hashtag horny Josh, aka human cilantro.
1: I get it. Like some people, you taste me and it's like soap in your mouth. And other people are like, cilantro needs to be on everything. So
0: do you get, (laughs) here we go.
1: (laughs) So let me ask you this. Do you get tasted a lot? No, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I, uh, my point, no. man, why can't you reward talent and professional? Why is it going to be so political all the time?
0: We have to keep it, Christian. We have to keep it.
1: I thought you couldn't play music today. You're playing a lot of music today. <laughs>
0: See, that horny shit where hand in hand you was talking about people tasting you <laughs> Oh God I hate No oh, no no motherfucker <laughs> How do you do it? How do you say the things you say? podcasting go back to potting even cilantro let's do it i'm sorry he said some funny shit i hate you i hate you so bad all right man go ahead uh
1: did you catch the uh the new uh 24 doc on the on the network i mean on peacock
0: no i didn't josh which one, the one with is it? Miz.
1: i told you to watch it you did not watch it
0: uh, i forgot i watched it in a little Damn it. while. it's good I, I i need something to watch i needed to just see if all the shit you told me to watch will come in handy because you know finale of captain america winter soldier
1: uh it's not captain america it's falcon and winter soldier
0: um if you watch it at the end they changed the name of the show they did not yes they did wow Cuz he's Captain America now. Hey,
1: spoiler alert, I haven't watched it yet.
0: Oh My God, do you not get on social media? Everybody's going, my Captain America's black. My Captain America, my Lambo's blue and my Captain
1: America's black. And so is Babe Ruth.
0: <laughs> See, <laughs> he was, Babe Ruth was the first super soldier.
1: <laughs> now it explains why he hit like 60 home runs and everyone else hit like 12. <laughs> oh my God. Cause he was black. because no, he was a super soldier. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. Babe Ruth, he was experimenting on, allegedly.
1: <laughs> Jesus
0: Christ. We're in so much trouble. <laughs> they used this they used the same stuff that they used on the Tuskegee Air man.
1: So you didn't watch the Miz doc. Okay, uh what about this uh, a podcast with uh, a pedophile on it? We want to talk about that.
0: Oh, everybody!
1: <laughs> you know
0: what? I ain't even about to touch that shit. Ah, uh, pause, pause, pause. You man, okay, fuck it. You know what? I haven't listened to it. I'm not gonna listen to it. But from what, but from what the homie. The professor, a.k.a. large professor, a.k.a. the studious one said, it's this man pretty much indicting himself and answering all the questions that people want to know. So take it for what you will. Somebody listen to it, because I'm not. I'm going to be watching The Miz. But yeah, y'all need to stop. Everything ain't a, everything ain't fucking putting over somebody just because their name's attached to it. You know what I'm saying? So for all you people out there trying to shut this man down, let the man live. Not the not the dude that they're talking about in the podcast, because I'm podcast not gonna say his name. Yeah, let the podcast host live because he deserves to live. He ain't did shit wrong, but try to put y'all up on some knowledge. He's the one who sat down and talked to the dude, and y'all are just looking for y'all running out of shit to complain about, yeah, I said it y'all running out of shit to complain about uh, so I mean, that's all running so we yeah but so why don't why not just uh for a whole two months? Let's uplift people instead of <laughs> on
1: them. in the wrestling industry. Uplift people. Yeah. yeah hashtag. <laughs> hold up. Pro wrestling. No, 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 <laughs> no. You of all people cannot be the person that's telling people to uplift professional wrestling. Like, you know how fucked up this business is. Uh, I'm just, okay.
0: You want? to you know what? I'll I'll create a new declaration of independence for
1: wrestling. Like the website.
0: In a no, like, I'll create a constitution, okay? The constitution, and the first part of it is the girl fans don't fuck with these dudes unless you sure you're ready for some fuck shit.
1: What does that have to do with what we're talking about?
0: The Constitution of Wrestling, that's like a subsection, like your right to carry arms.
1: Well, what's what What about—how about the first thing should be your right to free speech as a podcast host, and you can say whatever you want to, but you we're, better be able to back it up. We're,
0: we're covered by that, by the American Constitution. Okay, well,
1: anyway, I don't think we need, we'll a, see the, we right, need see, okay. a declaration for in the indie wrestling. We need a new fucking law for wrestling.
0: You want? To, I can't make laws
1: let's just fucking just make them we'll police it ourselves
0: but see everybody's scared
1: of the police they like
0: to call the cops and shit they like to get the cops involved
1: uh, why is this business so backwards man
0: see the fans and the boys most of you y'all don't have a vigilante bone in your body Y'all won't smack a motherfucker. Y'all leave locker rooms when y'all see people that are bad. Hit that motherfucker in his mouth. Let him know he's bad. And then guess what? He won't show up. But it's the opposite. Y'all run from the motherfuckers and then go to Twitter and talk shit about them. If you have the opportunity to back up how you feel, you ain't even got to hit the motherfucker real shit. I know I talk about hitting a lot of people, but that's just me. I get fed up and I don't like to talk a lot, so I do swing. But y'all got all these opinions. When y'all see these motherfuckers, say it to them, to their face. But also be ready to back up what you say because not
1: everybody is a pussy. I just have to say this. I'm not defending Chasing Brands whatsoever.
0: You said his name. Fuck you.
1: I'm not defending Chase at all. But what I am saying is I'm defending the podcast host. A podcaster or a journalist has a right to talk to anybody they want. And if you're going to sit there and you're going to watch any freaking Netflix or Peacock or Hulu doc on a serial killer and then get mad Uh that a podcaster Uh is talking to any kind of criminal fuck you
0: we found your motherfucking road mom who yours we found it what are you talking about your road mom you're about to get mad who's my road mom road mom that triggered me on the
1: I'm just saying, like, correct. stop attacking. Like, wrestling doesn't have enough journalists as it is. For every goddamn Bixen span that writes these stupid, salacious articles of nothingness, there's nobody actually getting
0: back. Oh facts. my god. You're coming at the Bix now? Bix sucks. What do you. CJ Jonah Jameson.
1: Dude. Hold up! Biggs has spent the last like month talking about Matt Morgan's fi- financial contributions, political like for politics, and worrying about Drake Words being a QAnon guy. Why don't we actually dig into some actual dirt? Why don't we find the solutions for things and actually report things that matter? You know what, Josh? I have a new goddamn goal for no, you. No, I'm not going to be a wrestling journalist. You yes, are. Yes you are. Then if you're going to be a wrestling journalist, you're going to have to like you're going to have to get freaking the me too people on here or whatever the speaking out movement. You're going to have to talk to the girl that's accusing someone. Then you're going to have to talk to Joey Ryan who's being accused. You have to get both sides of the story. That's what journalists do.
0: Oh, we got spin-off shows ideas. Josh Wheeler, you're about to be the Grab
1: City Geraldo bitch. Can I be Donahue? At least his show was good.
0: Fuck you, whoever man. Fuck yeah. You know what? Oh, man. You line this shit the fuck up. I'll be giving you the motherfucking, uh, the, uh, password to the Grab City Twitter account at Grab City. Look it up on Twitter. Uh,
1: don't give me anything to do with Twitter. I'd try to stay as far away from it as possible. And then when you say, read this, no, look, someone's chasing clout by coming out of the closet. And then you trick me into that. All I'm saying is, you need real reporting in this industry. This know, industry is rough. It's shady. There's way less money than any of you guys realize. Hey, he's a <laughs> what, what was the thing you sent me that he said to twiddly dinks or whatever? <laughs> so that now.
0: You have to tell you have to man up and be the investigative reporter.
1: I don't wanna be an investigative
0: reporter. You have to be motherfucker, you have to be. You gotta be. Hey, Grab City, all stars, y'all hearing it first. Josh Wheeler is about to crank up the Grab City YouTube page. Full of his fucking shit. This motherfucker's about to Alex Jones the fuck out of Grab City. Yes, sir. Josh Wheeler, you found your
1: calling. Oh, God. What did your boy Brewer do? Antron? Bix and band retweeted or screenshotted him. Read it. I'm trying to find out.
0: Yeah, I can see this breaking news with Josh. The fucking interviews with Josh. You're about to dig deep, J. Jonah Jameson.
1: So he posted just like a, an emoji, like a face palm. That's all the tweet is from DA Brewer. And Bix retweeted it. And in, in reply to what? Nothing. That's just all it is. Maybe, I guess, here you go. This is, here's some awesome reporting from David Bixen, Spanhausen. He retweets <laughs> DA Brewer. No, not even retweet. He screenshotted it and posted it as a photo. Is he trying to elude that this is because of Drake Words, a.k.a. Drake Younger, a.k.a. QAnon referee of the WWE? Oh my god, on the next National Enquirer, we'll find out if Drake Younger believes in aliens. Get the fuck out of here with this bullshit reporting, Biggs. Then you need to fucking show him up, Josh. I don't, I'm not even a good writer like that. It doesn't, you don't have
0: to write these days. You can talk. <sighs> Twitter has fleets now Josh These guys are The The Grab City The Grab City Twitter needs you
1: You've got to be kidding me I am not No Not football related But guess who the Jacksonville Jags Just had to a workout Who Timothy Tebow Don't you dare Fuck no you didn't ML, uh, NFL trade rumors, top story. What I just told you. That's oh. Jaguars. working on so Tim We're
0: gonna. Hey, we need to figure out how we can take this bitch live every time we do. Here's
1: some reporting murder. This is Ian Rapport oh, of the NFL.com reporting on Tim Tebow being at a private workout for the Jacksonville Jags. That's reporting. Not oh, I'm gonna retweet a screenshot of another WB referee with an emoji. NFL versus pro wrestling. There's no comparison. The new- one makes fourteen billion dollars a year in revenue and one makes maybe hey. at best one point hey. four billion. You know what? You know what? set the bar Stop wrestling man i hate this industry so no, fucking the, bad set the set the bar set the bar i hate that you ever taught me to getting involved in it oh mother fuck you you oh speaking of which uh other documentaries to watch this week they are going to be airing the two dudes with attitude i have a new theory you have to hear me on my theory before this documentary comes out murder please just enlighten me for for five minutes Okay. Uh, First, I will read you the quote in the the documentary for two dudes with attitude: the Shawn Michaels and Kevin Nash story. uh, Kevin Nash is quoted as saying, "Shawn wanted to be a wrestler; I wanted to be wealthy." Holy shit! Okay. Now, here is my theory: Kevin Nash gets the push in like '94. Correct. Sean's still kind of in the doghouse because of the whole the drug test and all that shit, right? Right. Diesel and Sean break up, and Diesel wins the title like what five days later or something like that. Not even that. Okay. Right. Diesel's got the belt. Diesel has a good match with Brett at the Royal Rumble in ninety-five. It's like DQ'd. Sean wins the Rumble in ninety-five. Here is my theory. Shawn Michaels sabotaged his own best friend's title reign. Ooh.
0: And we will pick that up next week.
1: No, we wanna talk about you don't want to talk about it. you Oh, you want everybody to watch the documentary no. first. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. Josh. We'll watch the documentary on Peacock next week, and then we'll, we'll record next week. We'll talk about my theory that Shawn Michaels purposely sabotaged Kevin Nash's title reign.
0: Josh, you a wild motherfucker, man. That's all I got to say. Whew. One day we're gonna release the unedited raw. No, we're the not. Shit. That's never seen a lot of the day. <laughs> hey. J. Jonathan Jameson, Professor Wrestling, this is your band's Blacklist Uno, and this is Grab City 5.5, correcting the timeline. Yeah, 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 yeah. This in pipe bombs through sinks. The gotdo was still wanna stick y'all with minx Y'all would think y'all was shinx with a month of bad luck. I'm now hunting motherfucker and guess who the duck? I'm oh. Elmer, you daffy like the loony cartoon. But this ain't no cartoon. My bullets clear out the room. I said, boy, try and learn the fundamentals here.